In this game, the object is for you to kill everything coming at you and to avoid being killed. And you will die. Welcome to the League of Casual Gamers podcast, your hardcore podcast for casual gamers. I am your host, Brian, and I'm here with him, with uh, Jay. You can take him to the bank. Money, money, money. And Mr. Jay. Boosted Face himself, Brandon. Yep. Doing a body roll right now. Body roll, body roll. What's up, guys? Very 90s. Welcome to episode three, guys. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. How's your week been? Exhausted. Ready for, uh, ready for another great episode? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're ready. Let's do this. Before we get started, remember leaguers. You can always catch us at LCG Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook.com slash LCG Pod. You can always, always become a leaguer for just a dollar a month at League of Casual Gamers on our Patreon. And of course, if you do nothing else, please like and subscribe. Give us five stars on all major insta- uh, podcast platforms. Click that fifth star. That's all that really matters. Yeah, and if you want to leave a review, tell us how great I am and how awful Jay Mulai is. Call your mama in the room and tell her how great you are. Another you know SSX reference? Oh, man, that was a good game. What's that a good game? Where is that? Oh, Where is that? You know what? Where is that? Game? I need. To, I need. To, they I made a. They did a. They did a. Where's nut, EA? Uh, they did one for Xbox. They did one for no, Xbox 360. I thought it was there was one on the Wii too because I had to use the controls to do different. Yeah, different it was. It was the SSX that came out of Xbox 360. Then they also released it on the Wii as well. Yeah, I think. I had but they have too. never brought back Tricky. They never brought yeah. back Tricky. But Wouldn't was, that be great? They did a remake of Tricky. They were like, okay. That, I, I would pre-order that game. <laughs> I would pre-order that game. Uh, An obscure snowboarding arcade you game. Can, you can call me Bobby for for, for SSX Tricky. I Xbox would pre-order one. that game. Uh, I'm all in week one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stupid. That would be so great. Especially if they had the if they had the um, same trick, half the boost. The oh, black guy in the back yeah. is just like, oh, just bro- you know what? Just do a remake. Yeah. Well, the two, the one on the 360 wasn't was, bad. Wasn't it bad. was good. It was yeah. actually good. I mean, they had a same trick, half the boost rule, mm-hmm. but they didn't yeah. have the great commentary in the background like you're in a stadium. Tricky and, was great. In fact, on in Tricky, some of them took place in stadiums. Yeah, Tricky was great. Tricky was great. Because they had half pipe competition. They oh, did. my God. Big air competition. This is great. Bronze those thumbs. Anyway. <laughs> Tricky. <laughs> um, it's free to. We, we should have uh, one episode. We should. Tricky! <laughs> we should close the episode. Can we, can we get the rights to that music? No. Or we, should, we should put an episode today. Tell us to take it. We don't have any money. Give by rights. Speaking of which, Go give us a dollar. Give us a dollar. Give us a dollar. Everybody. Uh, today's episode, we have um, some great segments for you guys. We promised you a tips and tricks episode. So today we got uh, our pickup and play. Uh, official pick up and play uh, recommendation on the LCG pod. Uh, we have our game saver tips and tricks of the week. Um, different tips and tricks that we're going to give you every every month to help you uh, get the most value out of your video gaming time. And then also we're going to go around the room and talk about what we're playing right now. Um, this is in addition to some of the stuff we talked about last week. Sure. So um, some really great games that we can throw out there for you guys. Um, about what we're playing and why we why we want to play it or why we're playing it. it may not always be the best games for the casual gamer, but stuff we like and we just want to share with the community. We're gonna we're gonna get to this at some point 
I am struggling with batteries in my controller. Right oh now. my god! I just ordered. I, I'm just. I'm sitting on here right now looking at freaking Amazon battery. I like. I just because like I I went the whole rechargeable battery route. I have mine and it's still great. Oh, well, I've been using about your Xbox controller. Yeah, I've been using like actual rechargeable batteries, no, not no. like the rechargeable packs. No, I have the packs with the docking station. How long has that lasted? You? I've had it for years. Really? I've had it since day one. I bought. How it. long do your controllers last? Or do you you always put them in a docking station when you're done? No, I keep one in the docking station and and I keep one on the table and then when that one's out, I switch them. Fucking hate batteries. <laughs> what do you the, use? One in the chamber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do that. I tried to get a, like a whole assortment of rechargeable I, batteries and that. I don't. I don't. I don't. Why are you recharging batteries? Because like I was going to use it. Nuts. I was going to use it for like a bunch of different shit. Wait, what like, are you? Why are you rechargeable? Battery recharging conglomerate. Huh? All controllers now aren't they recharge? I mean, PlayStation's controllers. Yeah, recharge. PlayStation. Yeah. Freaking about, Xbox lives in 2019, oh. yeah. 26. Yeah. Another win for Xbox. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, I went out and spent good money on a docking station. And yeah, that's so, yeah. what I really need to do. I, I don't know why you're like talking about recharging batteries. Like all, all the leaguers right now listening to you, going, "God, this guy's awful." I, because that's that's Actually, what I thought was a good idea. I mean, there, how, how is it different? How many from people what out there do? have rechargeable batteries? I mean, tell us in the comments below if you if you do. Yeah, add us but, else uh, you I'm pod. curious to know what that looks like. Because I wanted something that was that I could use in all the other shit that I have. Like I got TV remote controls. I and use if you're using oh, rechargeable yeah. batteries, which ones are you using? Right, so so, can like, know. I went on Amazon. <laughs> I went on. I remember rechargeable batteries. I remember my parents had rechargeable batteries in the nineties. Yeah. Right, it's such a '90s bit, and I thought it was terrible. But like, I went on Amazon and like read reviews and like thought I found a good. And aren't they more expensive <laughs> than regular batteries? Fuck yeah, Jay! Spent a lot of <laughs> shitty money. They're rechargeable, but they don't, and they don't hold. <laughs> they don't hold the charge. They burn out. They don't I've, hold I've, the charge. I've literally had mine for like six months, and they're useless. Pro tip to all the leaguers out there: <laughs> don't, don't get rechargeable batteries. Just get. Battery packs. Don't though. don't get shitty battery packs too, because I've gone that route too, and those burnt out on me. Yeah, well, if you're getting um, what's that one company? Mad Cats. <laughs> <laughs> if you're getting Mad Cats controllers oh and recharge packs, Mad Cats dog, are they even still in business? Fuck yeah, Mad can Cats you still get Mad Cats though? Let me let me. Add us an OCG pod if you can. Let me do some quick. Let me do some quick pod research. Everybody, yeah. pause the pod for a second. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna look up. We're gonna we're gonna stop Mad the podcast. Cats. Mad Cats. Let's see if this is a thing. This is so hurting. I, I'm getting just a lot of images of med- upset cats <laughs> <laughs> because it's cats with a Z. Yes, I know that, Justin. <laughs> um. Yeah, so yeah, it's still a thing. They still yeah, make, they make gaming mice and keyboards. What, now? What's the name of that company that has? Oh, this is different. This must be different. Mad this cats. must be different. This is not the Mad Cat. This looks away. like very. Um, this looks good. Mad Cat for the okay for those of you who don't know. Wow, Mad Cat all day. I have no clue what this. Stuff Mad is. Cats was <laughs> a company, or maybe still is a company, that made kind of the third party the the the. the 
let's just say bargain versions of controllers, video game accessories. But it looked really good. And they yeah. had ex- they looked so cool. It was clear or yeah. purple yeah, or yeah. you know it was like it was totally back they in like the nineties. It just a little bit and make it look dope. Yeah, and they put and it was half the price. Yeah, because they put totally, garbage hardware inside. Yeah, yeah totally like hooked you. It, every kid would go into a GameStop. And see a Mad Cats thing and like, oh yeah, that's what I want because it wasn't the standard black yeah. solid. They were they were controller. really big for N 64s and remember N sixty four had the single had the single Joy-Con. Joy-Con. I hate and that. And remember you had the in a lot of games oh, you yeah, had to do yeah, the, yeah, the rotation. If you can't hand. if you can't see me, I'm yeah. doing a rotation on yeah. a, on a well yeah. the Mad Cats one would always break. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just have a little lip Joy-Con there, yeah, yeah. which was so hard. Yeah. The, 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 the A and B buttons would get jammed, jammed up. Yeah. Um, the shoulder but, buttons wouldn't work. But I, for the first week, you had a Mad Cast. That thing looked beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> or I remember we used to, to play in the back dark. Then, yeah, back then, like quad screen, local quad screen multiplayer was was a big thing, and like one guy would always have to have the Mad Cast the Mad controller. controller. <laughs> yeah, and it would be like a hurting controller. Yeah, one it, button wouldn't yeah, work. They couldn't move. Your character would always be moving. And then, yeah, you'd be playing. You like you'd be playing Goldeneye, yeah. and you just get destroyed. Yeah, yeah that's that good old school stuff. Yeah. So um, I miss that. Uh, all right. So uh, the first segment is uh, we're gonna get into our pick up and play segment. Drop that! Drop that! Drop that! Drop! Drop that! Drop that! Drop that! Drop! Hopefully, we actually had to get drops because that's only gonna last like another. <laughs> It's actually pretty good. That might be the drop. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we record him doing that, yeah. and then we and drop, then it, drop it, then it's just him That might be the drop. All right, so for those of you who don't know or haven't listened to the last couple episodes, Pick Up and Play is something that we here at LCG have kind of termed for games that after a couple of weeks of not playing games or even maybe a month or two of not playing a game that it's still easy to pick up and play. One thing that we've noticed in our time playing video games is that if you go an extended amount of time without playing a certain game, when you get back to playing that game, it may take you an extended amount of time to start to remember how to play the game. So we wanted to every month on our level three episode is provide at least one game that you can pick up and play really easily. So that way, if you have to go long stretches between playing video games, you can come back to this video game and remember how to play it and get back into it really quickly and maximize that maybe one hour or two hours that you had to play video games a week um, to the best of your, yeah. your ability. That and makes have, sense? And have that hour or so gameplay be valuable to you. Right, you know and not I mean? spent... Like, Trying to figure out what to do. Right, right, right. Not spending half time with the do, or even if you could just pick it up and play it, it'd, be, it'd not be interesting. Yeah. And so a lot of this also is what type of, you know, what type of value you're getting out of that hour based on the gameplay, how it looks, the story, and X, Y, and Z. I was literally having a conversation with a guy about this the other day. We were talking about video games. And, you know, he's a casual gamer in the same situation that a lot of the leaguers are in. And he was like, yeah, man, I love playing video games, but... I went to go uh, play God of War and I just couldn't remember what to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I have a podcast for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Here, take my card. Right. <laughs> so, um, this week's recommendation, and we can we can kind of go around the room and debate this a little bit, is a, a game that I'm playing on and off right now, kind of sparingly, Detroit Being Human. 
And I'm the only one who's beaten it, I think. I think so, yes. Uh, so, I've gotten pretty far in it. I've gotten, no, I've I got, definitely haven't beaten it. Where have you... I don't want to spoil it. Let's not spoil it at all. Wait, yeah. who's first? Who's furthest? I think I'm furthest. I think Brian's probably furthest. Because Rashina and I have played uh, for years ago. Right, my, where my where are you in the Rashina. game? Where are you in the game? Oh, I think last time I, I left, people were running across an interstate highway. Okay, have you seen that? Yes. That's like really early. That's really are you actually that no? Really? I take that back. No, I'm farther down than that. I hope so. That's like yeah. in the first couple. No, yeah, chapters. The the one of the guys has he's met up with all of the other other droids and are an abandoned. Um, okay, port. stop there. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, so Jay, for people who don't know, can you give them a rundown so, of what Detroit being human? Yeah, is? and so uh, I asked that question because I wanted to avoid spoilers oh, okay. that you hadn't. Well, so, I want to avoid spoilers for the listeners. For the listeners, too. yeah. Um, Detroit becoming human is, you know, it's funny. In some ways, it's almost like a retro game. It's not an open world. It's not, it's no combat, uh, per se. Per se. Uh, it's not a, it's not an RPG, you know, with a lot of sub-menus and, you know, items to carry around. It's very 90s in terms of... I don't know if anybody remembers the game called Rain, where it's all quick time. It's quick time. It's a quick time events game. You do you can control the direction your character walks in with a joystick, um, but that's it. It's it's movement, direction, and quick time events. You're not jumping and platforming. You're not doing any you know hand to hand combat, special combo combination moves. Uh, it's, no jumping and platform to a certain extent. But but if you are to do quick time, yeah, like, quick you know, time, you know yeah. so so um, it's it's a little bit in terms of gameplay, it's a little bit of a retro. Can you design. pause real quick and maybe explain to some of our casual gamers what quick time is? Yeah, so quick time means uh, you'll see a button prompt and you have to push it within the time limit. Uh, usually, to, like two to three seconds. Yeah, to create three an action to do to, to make do, a decision to do the action, make a decision, something like that, or um, something else happens. Usually you die. Yeah. Sometimes you die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, but in Detroit, being yeah. human, sometimes a, an adverse thing will happen to the character. Well, so that, so that, so that is where Detroit becoming human is very much part of this generation of games because it's done in a way that, through m- some cases, it doesn't necessarily lead to your character's death. It actually advances the storyline. Yeah, um, which is interesting. So I'm. I'm saying all that to say it's a it's a it's a game about uh, three main characters. I'm sorry, I've been three. saying it wrong for all the leaguers who are losing their shit right now. It's Detroit become human. Yeah, it's three main characters, uh, and it's kind of like the movie Crash, where you have multiple storylines, and those storylines converge with through each other around each other, um, and you know it's it's very interesting. Um, they all it's all the same world it's all it's all about kind of looking at the perspective of of a- androids androids in human society and culture and, and it's like a it's like the old have, school goosebumps books where you it's can a, it's very much sci-fi futuristic pick your um it's pick not poison. right you pick you definitely choose your own path choose your own adventure type of thing to some extent i would say and i'm trying to really skirt around any spoilers but it's a game that has 
multiple threads, multiple narratives, multiple endings. Um, the re- yeah, I hear you can play the game multiple times and not get the same. Yeah, way. the replay value is incredible. In fact, I might start playing it again. Soon. I want to play it by myself. Yeah, I'm playing it with my yeah. wife right now. Yeah, when you're playing with somebody else, like so, you know, we were playing it at home, and I, I was. And by playing with someone else, you mean just someone else in the room? It's not a right because you're making a decision about yeah. what the character should. Yeah. Shouldn't so we do. make when we play. Yeah. She she either has the controller or I have the controller, but we make all the decisions together in in real time. So right. that's really cool. Right. But it's it's a it's a it's a it's like a giant mystery detective yeah. kind of game, um, and it's really good. It's really smart. Um, well done. Graphics are fantastic. Yeah, it looks, looks fantastic. Um, it's it's extremely pick up and play. Um, it's 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 the definition <laughs> of pick up and play. You know the the story is great. Characters are great. You care about what they're doing or not doing. Um, I would say it's like playing through a movie that you can control. Exactly. And it even it even lends itself to that even more because the characters are based upon actually a lot of movie actors that we've seen in real life. Yeah, it's very well well done. It reminds me a little bit of that, for those of you that have seen it, that Netflix thing called Bandersnatch. Um, it, that was a Black Mirror episode where you could choose your own path mm-hmm. narratively. It's, it's, a very similar, it's, yeah. a very, it's very similar to that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, the value of it is that it's story-based. It's not combat-based or control. It, it's it, The whole thing is about the story. And so all your actions in the game are to further the story along. So you're picking your choices to determine where you're going to go in this story. And so because of that, that that's the big draw um, to this game. And that's what helps you pick it up because you don't need to remember any combat motions. You don't need to remember any quest that you're on or anything like that. The, it, the, the whole thing is about taking you through this, this movie that you're watching. Um, and you know, there are some, some, some quick heart beating moments, but that's what makes the, the whole experience, a little bit more enjoyable because you you do feel kind of immersed in in the whole experience. Yeah, and it, it's not a it's not a complicated story either. So you know, I think we in the past we talked about some of the difficulties of games like God of War and things like that, and how the the story is really complex and there's a lot of pieces to it, and that that also makes a game like God of War really difficult to pick up and play, at least in in, in my opinion. But this story is not that complex. It's one that once you start playing, you be like, oh yeah yeah, this this is what's happening, or this is why these people are here, this is why this person is doing this um, and even if you don't remember totally uh, I think there's enough context clues throughout the playing of the game that uh, that reminds you of what's going on the other really great piece about it is that the mechanics are like crazy simple um, you don't have to remember that in order to do something you have to push a certain button they actually tell you what buttons to push on the screen that's the part you know? I like so as you're playing like well, if you if you haven't played like I haven't played Detroit become human for a while but i know the second i pick it up if, if it's going to give me an option to go left or go right and it's going to say square for lex or square for left and circle for right and mm-hmm. it's been a while since i played but i think also the 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 value added is that they recap what happened in yeah. the last time you saw that character yes you know yeah it's like a, start yeah. a new chapter yeah so it's like a serialized tv show yeah it's like when you watch a tv show yeah. last time yeah. Our, yeah. our young heroes yeah. previously in detroit becoming human right, right. yeah <laughs> which is which is so so cool and then uh i think the cool part about it is every time you finish a chapter uh this is where rasheen and i spend the most time when we finish a chapter we uh, you get feedback on 
Yeah. The path you that see you the chose. Path. And who, how many other people chose that same right. path. Versus, and which you missed out on. Yeah, versus yeah. the myriad of other paths that were available. Some are staggering. I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. I'm like, how did you even end up doing yeah, that thing? Yeah, you, because you, you see what kind of like where some things could have gone, and you're like, holy crap. Like, yeah, some scenes have almost a dozen different dozen different, different endings, yeah. yeah. And so that's really cool because then we sit down and we look at our path mm-hmm. and go, all right, this is where we could have gone differently. Why did we go here? Why did we go there? And it's, it's always interesting, like, the path that you chose yeah. versus what you could have done. But it also shows you, and it's really smart by the game, it shows you how much replayability is in this game. It's yeah. incredible. I agree. How different these games are. They and, nailed it. And it also shows you, like, which paths, like, irre- irrevocably affect other parts of the yeah. game, like you could, you could, you could take a left turn somewhere, and it, you you've really cut yourself off to over half of the different endings in that particular scene that you yeah. could have. Like yeah. everything, it, like it, everything has dire consequences to the future of that game, yeah. and that's the most interesting part because you feel the weight of every single, single decision. decision you made. Yeah. Because it, it does it, it uh, like everything has multiple choices. And can lead and open up a hundred different other paths. It is, uh, the game, by the time you reach the end of the game, it it definitely carries with it the impact of all of your decisions. Mm -hmm. And it does it, the execution is really, really, really good. It makes it all worth it. Yeah, that's what it is. It's not one of these games where it's an illusion of choice, because you actually do have a choice. You do have a choice, and And that choice is reflected in the the end game, so... Um, for all those reasons, that's why it's our uh, pick up and play game of the month. Official LCG pick up and play game of the month is Detroit Become Human. Uh, let's switch over to our next segment, uh, the Game Saver. Throw some party horn in there. Yeah, yeah I like that too. Oh, this is good. Or you can just use. We're portions. just workshopping. This. Or you can just use portions of our open. That's that's good too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. This is a, a new segment that we haven't done yet. Uh. In the life of the pod, the short life of the LCG pod. Um. It's a segment I like to call Game Saver. Uh. And this is simply a segment to help you uh, get the most value out of your game playing time. So this is this is the tips and tricks portion of the podcast every month we're going to give you one new tip or trick to help you get a little bit more value out of the little bit of time and or money uh that you have to play video games uh and this one is i think one that i came up with that uh, i think we as hosts on the podcast might agree or disagree on but i think that's the the whole point of this one and we'd love to get you guys away in an lcg pod on all platforms so let us know what you think about uh this month's uh tip but to get right into it, I think that a great way to save time on playing video games is a game journal. And uh, just hear me out on this. So a game journal is uh, something that you keep around. Maybe it's just a note on your phone. Maybe it's an actual journal where you write down the last thing that you did in a video game. And it might even be a little bit more than that. It might be you know some, some key things you need to know about that game. Uh, the last thing you did, the or some key keys, or or some key moves, um, and specifically that's because uh, as casual gamers, we we walk away from video games um, for extended amount of time, and you know we've we've referenced this a thousand times, but a game like God of War can be difficult to pick back up um, if you've been away for a long time. You never remember what you're doing, right? 
But I if can you barely remember what I ate for breakfast this morning. Exactly. But if you have a game journal and you you flip over to your God of War page and it says, you know, you were on your way to do this and remember this, this, and this about about the game. Don't call it a game diary, Jay. <laughs> then it allows you to much more quickly get back into what you're doing. You can read those couple of notes that you wrote down Starting and then quickly. And then you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's what I was doing. And then quickly jump back. Captain's Log. Log. (laughs) Started 567. Kratos was killing another undead human. And that's where I left off. (laughs) So, guys, uh, I've done this a little bit in the past to help me with with video games, specifically Legend of Zelda, which was uh, one that was... Are you doing this recently? I haven't been doing this recently, no. But, I've, you know, I've been trying to... Always good not to take down advice, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been doing this recently, but this has been something I've been doing in the past, especially when I've had a lot of video games on my plate. Nowadays, I'm only playing one game, and it's God of War. So. Um, I... Did you want to... Please. I, <laughs> so... Dear diary. <laughs> Here, I hate here's, this game. Here's, here's, here's my take on this. It's it is it is uh, smart and uh, I totally understand the logic. If you have a ton of games you're playing at once, um, I think the natural tendency is to sometimes play one game at a time. My natural tendency and, is not to do homework. And right, and so <laughs> so <laughs> look, I'm I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying, trying to support him. I'm trying to support him. Oh my bad. I'm trying to start with the salt. I'm softening the Yeah, he's, he's making a, the he's making a fuck you sandwich. <laughs> uh, but I can tell you, there's not a there's not a there's the no way. way in hell. By the way, show I, name. There's no right, way. Fuck you sandwich. There's no way in hell I would sit down, open up my my composition black and white journal, and start writing notes in there about you know where I left off with becoming human and why you why are you saying there's no way why is there no way that you would do that because i have a general idea as a casual gamer of where i left off like i'm not now i'm not playing an incredible volume of games to where i forgot where i have forgotten where because typically what i do is it's usually one or two games at a time i beat it and i move on to something else like it's like it's not so overwhelming that i can't remember things you know. I have a big problem with Red Dead. I, I don't play Red Dead as much because it's it's a long game and I know I'm going to have it forever. So typically when I come back to it, I always forget what I'm doing. But you, Because you have a lot of other games. I, my point is, if you're not playing a lot of other games at the same time, then this is maybe not a necessary step. What if you are playing a lot of games at the same time? Then maybe. Okay. Brandon? I just can't. I, I just. I just. I just want to. I can't legitimately see anybody <laughs> stopping to write notes in a notebook. I want. I want. I, I want to hear the comments. I want. I want to hear the comments on this. How many people sit, stop, and write notes? No, no. The question is, how many people would do this? No, I want to know how many people are doing it right now. Right now, everybody's gonna wake up in a cold sweat. Oh shit! I forgot to write my game. Oh, oh where did I leave? Oh, oh no. Little 12 Climbing out of bed. Where are you going? I gotta go right down my nose. Oh, where's my composition notebook? Oh, no, I mean, uh, oh, listen. Back to school sale. I think I, I told up. y'all. I think I told y'all this <laughs> offline. But I, I did this. I did this for Fallout. He did this. Yeah, I did this for like a month in Fallout because, like, Brian's right. Like, even if you are, I don't think it takes 
multiple games. I think what it takes is one complex game. And we talked a lot about Fallout in the last couple weeks, but it's a complex game where you're doing a lot. You're, you're trying to remember a lot. And like a lot of times, especially in these RPGs, is that you go places and you're either not strong enough, you don't have the skill enough to do something, and you want to remember the comeback come and be like, it. oh, well, there's a chest there that I need. I, I, when I, as soon as I get a key, I'm going to come back here. Or, or, oh, there's a boss over here. I know I'm not strong enough, but I know I know this boss hole is, is sitting on some good loot. So I want to be able to come back and remember where this, where this area was. So I was taking notes. Of uh, 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 of you know where these areas are, the issue. I mean, if I'm if I'm being honest, I just didn't keep up with it, and and eventually, you know, it, it just becomes an out an outdated resource. I but there is value. What it takes is it takes someone who 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 that this is how they respond to games. Right? I'm not a big writer. I don't like writing stuff down really. Um, but there are people who do, there are people who respond to journals and and diaries or what have you. And this is a good way for them to track their notes. If you're playing a complex game, you do need to remember a lot of stuff to get the most out of that game. Mm -hmm. You're just, there's no other way to put it. And however you do that is important to do. Like nowadays people just get online and and type in, where do I find, you know, the, the Excalibur sword and they follow a YouTube video to it. But you know, like if you're playing a game a, a little bit more purely, you know, integrity. Is, yeah, leaguers right. have some goddamn integrity. There's a, there's a, there. This is a good way to keep track of your notes and keep track of the things you're seeing and keep track of the things you're finding. Doing this, but it, it, it's for a specific person. Yeah, it's I, a good way to track the stuff. And there are people who are going to respond to it. And like I said, I had success with it for a little while. You're but right. I'm just it's not a, a good a, journal. It's a specific. You know person. where I've had success with it in the past. Brandon brought up. I forgot I did this when I when I've played complicated games that uh, open world games that allow you to go just about anywhere Swifty Zelda and other games like that when you get to stuff and you 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 can't get in there or you can't beat it or you're locked out for some reason and to remember to come back because for example a game like God of War remember I was trying to beat the the guy with the ice sword for like ever and I almost decided to leave and come back but I told myself I would never remember to do this again but if I was keeping a good game journal I could just write it down like come back here and a couple levels and beat this guy and you beat him in, in a heartbeat so like stuff like that to remember to do stuff that you've moved on from because in open world games it's easy to get past the point of no return and forget to do certain things yeah. you know so. yeah, yeah, yeah so I, I think it's a valuable resource I mean we, we laugh and joke about it because it just seems like the geekiest shit you could do <laughs> you know we laugh I mean? and joke because it's absurd like my wife my wife, <laughs> my wife found my game journal and back when oh, I was keeping it oh, for shit, Fallout so she's like what is this and I was like, like what are you doing is there notes for Fallout she's like you're taking notes for a video game oh shit but, yeah oh, my wife look, totally respects me don't look at me oh god <laughs> and I'm like what well, you know, like, no, 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 my porn's over there. Oh, God, no, you caught me. Oh. It's like, well, you know, there's a, there's a treasure chest here, I can't open it. You know, it's like, like my mother's today. <laughs> no, I don't know, what the fuck, I don't, I don't give a shit. Nobody, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good tip. I, nobody's game journaling, I can tell you that. Like, I don't know, if you're, if you're already writing, if you're a writer, if this, that's, that's part of your life. You know who's game journaling? The people who write those FAQs on how to beat games. That, those are the guys who game journaling. There's a lot of people game journaling out here. I think, I think it's are. not it's not and it's, it's 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 at least one tip that the leaguers can use. Uh I, I if 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 our leaguers don't talk to us about anything, I wanna know who game journals. 
I do too. And send us a picture of your uh, yeah. notes. Send I want us to a picture your of your notes. Yeah, I, w- I would love to see that. See how you take it. notes in there. All right, we're going to move on to our next segment. What are we playing? Alright, this is a segment where we get to go around the room and rave and talk about what we are currently playing right now, not just all the stuff that we want other people to play. Um, I will kick us off with a little game called The Last of Us. Now, I understand that I'm a little late to the boat on Last of Us. You're not late to the boat. The boat has gone out, it's come back, it's gone out again and come back, and now you're just like, can I get a ride? And they're like, ah, we don't even know if we're going to You know what? That was actually really funny. Because <laughs> he's like, it's gone out, it's come back, it's gone come back again, and now we don't care. Yeah, so, you can take it out yourself. <laughs> I'm super late to the boat. Um... Uh, but then I re- saw, I recently got a PlayStation. I think I mentioned this in the last episode, and I heard that Last of Us Two is coming out. So then you know, and I also heard that Last of Us was like Game of the Year in its heyday or something like that. So I'm playing Last of Us, and it's amazing. Last of Us is a post-apocalyptic zombie type third-person action adventure game. Heavy, heavy story base. Yeah, yeah heavy story base. Um, cover still a lot of combat. Covered uh, stealth. Um, let me. As far as Last of Us is concerned, I just got rid of. The woman, I'm just I'm I just got to the point. I'm where, sorry, what, Tess? Yeah, I that's just got the th- first thing you do in the game. I know it's not. It's like hour three. Excuse you. Oh Jesus! <laughs> the seasons haven't even changed yet. You know the seasons change. The seasons change. All right. Well, yeah. You know, I love this game. I think it's great. Uh, I'm still a little young in it. It is not my primary game. I'm playing God of War right uh, now and trying to beat it. It should be. It should well, be. I'm trying to beat God of War. Yeah, but this is a lot more. This is a good. This is a, this is actually a good stepping stone into God of War. Like narratively, God of War is very deep, and I think you might be a little disappointed with Last of Us. Oh, I know. That's a, the problem with playing God of War and beating it before I beat the rest of my game library is that nothing ever is going to live up to God of War no. right now. Uh, so I did think about that, putting down God of War and trying to finish The Last of Us, but uh, that's really difficult because God of War is great. And when I had to sit down and decide what I want to spend my couple hours a week, The Last of Us is not very long, so you can probably knock it out. Yeah, I would yeah. just, I would just power through. Yeah. It's not a power terribly long Last game. Yeah, yeah I, it, it's really good. I think it's something it's not you can just long. enjoy. There and are no. There are no side missions. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a very it's linear, a linear game. game. Yeah, it, it's yeah. Just play it. Oh, that's just a good. That's a good advice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I, I say that because I think you'll find it more reward. Because right by the time you reach end of God of War, nothing else will be able to nothing else compare. Matters, yeah, yeah it, it'll be. Holy mind I literally, I gave Anthony, um, Anthony is one of my friends, uh, I gave him, I didn't give it to him, but I let him borrow uh, Spider-Man, because mm. I was just like, I'm never going to get to this. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think I ever get to it. I mean, I, 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 I will, I mean, so but good. like, I'm, it's, it's so, so good. good, I know, and maybe, yeah. maybe I'll play it, like, I, I was like, he just beat Red Dead, and oh. he's a teacher, um, That's so awesome. he's home for the summer, so he's like, dude, I just need something to play. I was like, so I gave him, I showed him my entire um, uh, PlayStation library, which is huge. And huge for like a casual gamer anyway. And I was like, pick something. And it was like between that and Zero Dawn Horizon. And I was like, I was like, you're never going to want to play Zero Dawn. And like, like, it's just not you. Yeah. I was like, play Spider-Man. And he was like, okay. So. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm playing Last of Us. It's good. 
Uh, I'm gonna take your advice now and go home and play it. Yeah, just 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 bang. Through I just it. think that gets you just. You, you, you're gonna appreciate the story. I agree a lot more. That's the value. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, uh, I'm. Uh, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm playing Red Dead. I'm playing a lot of stuff. Um, For casual gamers, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We say we playing a lot of stuff. We're literally, we're literally playing like three games at most, and yeah. that's a lot. For but us. That, that's that's I mean, we'll talk about tips and tricks. But you know, spoiler alert: cut, cut down your game library. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Right now, I'm playing Red Dead, which is an, an incredible game. I mean, it's to me, I, I love the setting. I love the Wild Wild West. I think it's a lot of fun. What's Red Dead Redemption? If, if uh, some of our leaguers haven't. Oh, so yeah, Red Dead oh. Redemption is uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Two. Is in second installment in Red Dead in the Red Dead franchise. (laughs) I never played Red Dead. So good. I watched Justin play forty percent. It was like the. It was it was a really good game. It was one of the best graphics. It was one of the best. (laughs) I've never played a western. I I almost I almost dicked around and got a PlayStation Three. Yeah. Like, I never mean, thought I'd like the short Western. story. The most story forgotten short. system of all time, by the way. Right. Not really. Yes, it was. Yeah, uh, it was because it came out during the height of the Xbox, Xbox 360. Yeah. Like, um, anyway, long story short, know, you're an outlaw I, in the I Wild Wild West. You're, 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 such, you're such a salty ass. Go ahead, Jordan. <laughs> no, like, why? Like, if you're going to pick any hill to die on, don't let it be the PlayStation 3 hill. Yeah. Like, you're just wrong. It is, a, it, it is the most. Forgotten console of a generation. Seriously, Jay. Uh, Seriously. Disagree. How so? Like, it came out during uh, the heyday of Xbox 360. No one cared. Xbox One. Maybe came out during. No. I. No. Yeah. Xbox 360. Yeah. I'm. I'm not prepared for this argument, but (laughs) (laughs) I I motion to continue. I motion for continues, but anyway, the the greatest part about Red Dead is that. It's, it's fucking amazing. You don't know, you know, Brian was talking about how great 76 is because you can just roam around and do nothing. Like, Red Dead is a real game where you can roam around, around and, and do nothing. nothing. Yeah. Now, in I Red didn't Dead, want to put on my game recommendation because unlike the donk over here who recommended the game of the year, I didn't want to recommend the second best game. Right. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it, it's... It, 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 like, they do it, they provide this this massive sandbox, but they do it with high-quality graphics, which is, again, another knock, but this game isn't massive online. And incredibly, so, an incredible de- uh, attention to detail. Yeah, incredible attention to detail. They still have mechanics like, um, you know, hunger and thirst and stuff like that. Um, but really, it's the interaction between the NCPs and the wildlife. There's a massive um, hunting experience in this game. The horse riding in this game is, is the best you've ever seen. Um, fishing is part of that hunting aspect. Horse um, butts. You look at a lot of horse butts. You know, you can, you know, you can be whatever you want to be, good or evil. You can, everything has consequences. Um... It, it's it's an and then the story is incredible because it, it's well it, you can easily follow it. it your actions are kind of in in a way affect the story, um, but the the real part is is that you're really working to, in this group. You're really working towards the goals of this gang, and in this wild wild west setting, it, it just makes it an incredible play. 
Um, every time I pick this game up, I, I, I don't want to put it down. Yeah. Um, it doesn't require as much character maintenance as 76 does, which is which Very is nice. little, if any, right? Like I he, mean, he doesn't have a progression system. Right. And you do want to eat, and you do want to, kinda, you know... He kind of does, like, his, to, the Deadeye thing evolves yeah. over time. He, oh, yeah. he kind of has oh. a weird stamina situation with the Deadeye. But you're not choosing to... Prog- it, it, it just, just happens. Yeah, yeah. It happens play. as right. you, as you yeah. use it and play. Yeah. He just gets yeah. better. Yeah. Right. But if, like, you want to just cut the game one and go rob somebody you can do that that is um, that is so true it has such a it has such a do whatever you want mm-hmm. aspect to it i mean there, there are consequences to your actions right um but the consequences aren't so detrimental that it makes doing whatever you want so prohibitive right like if you want to go rob a train you can rob a train if you want to walk into the middle of town and shoot somebody in the face you can uh, or if just you, kill you yeah <laughs> or if you just want to ride around the wild west and hunt deer for the rest of your life yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that's the value of it. There is a true feeling of you living in the Wild West. Yeah. Like, I, there's a story connected to everything, and there's objectives and everything story. that you that you can follow and need to eventually. I I actually think I stopped playing, and literally just hunted for the last few months. Like it's I, addicting. I haven't. I don't think I've progressed the story at all. I've just literally started just hunting things. So Just good. because I'm like, huh, I wonder what it's like to go hunt a, a wild boar, a legendary boar, yeah. or a white alligator, or something yeah. like that. You and you just kind of get lost in because the journey to that thing, you're hunting all this other stuff. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh you also God. just run into like, or you just run into like these around. random events. Yeah. It's it's really excellent in the execution of that. The cool thing about coming down a, a like a dirt road and see like a turned over wagon or something like that, and that and that you can directly get involved in that interaction you can talk to the guy you can help him you can shoot him you can rob him and and that that type of interaction with the entire world i think is really cool and what makes that game so so much fun also it just makes that game so long like you can spend hours doing a ton of nothing and never progress the story and feel like you've been playing the game you know it's um it's definitely a rare opportunity to have a game that is so uh, immersive like that and it's not kind of like we were talking on another episode about not really being forced to do anything in Fallout 76 it's kind of like that in this game too like there it's a it's a very strange sensation to casually go through the environment in the world hunt fish ride your horse go check sometimes in the in Red Dead I'll just go back to a local town to take a shower and a nap and eat some food. Yeah. Just because I feel like that's what I should be doing. It feels right like now. you're living in a while. Right, right. Yeah. It's like, ah, yeah, I should be doing this. Yeah. You know, cause, or you'll walk past somebody and they'll say, oh, man, you really stink or something like that. I'm like, oh, <laughs> guess I should take a bath. And then, like, you got like, to cut his hair. Every yeah, you got to get a haircut. You can't wear the yeah. wrong clothes, get in the wrong climate. Like, you can't put in your parka in, yeah, in the middle of summer. It's just really well thought out. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I. I think that's what makes it fun, you know. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, let's go. Let's let's move on to your your. What are you playing now? What are you playing now? So there's actually a third, but I'll start with the. I'll start with. So I I like to talk about mobile gaming. Um, I think that's a very real thing for a lot of people, especially casual gaming people. Um, I lost track of how many people I've bumped into who 
love Candy Crush, as for an example, uh, and that's their that's their video game. Yeah. You know, yeah. so um, I'm also losing track of the amount of people who are cutting off this podcast right now. Well, if you want to talk about mobile gaming? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we. I think everybody listening is on a mobile device. So, mm. so point advantage me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, one of Fair the big, one of the big games uh, right now that I'm interested that I just recently discovered. It's an older game, but um, uh, it's called Sky Chasers, and it's basically it's a platform. Well, I read an article. I think it was from Pocket Gamer. Um, but the article said something along the lines of it's a, it's like a, it's a reverse platformer. So you're not actually jumping on anything. Mm-hmm. You are the platform that moves through the environment. You have obstacles. Um, you explore levels, uh, but you go over and under things. You know, it's not a, it's not a hard game, but it's still challenging. What's the, what's the basic premise of it? Describe um, it to me. So, you are a character who has a little cardboard box, and you're trying to fly from one end of the world to the other. That's it. Um, And within that, there are enemies, there are obstacles, there are ledges and and paths that you can go and take. You have to take the coins and the diamonds to keep your fuel. Um, It's super easy. Super quick. I think... Checkpoint to checkpoint is maybe a couple minutes long, um, so it's very good for just you know oh I gotta you know hop in an Uber and get to my next destination or something or I'm on the subway between stops and I didn't want to just pop in a game and just zone out for a minute or two. Um, it's very much along those lines. Uh, it's pix- it's got the pixelation style kind of eight bitty, uh, so it's really fun. Um, you can. You know why are you playing it? What do you like about it the most? Well, it helps with it's just that quick escape. You mm-hmm. know, it's like if I'm having a tough day at work, I want to stop and just have a moment to decompress for a second. Mm-hmm. So I'll just zone out in a quick, quick to play game. Um, Sky Chasers was free when I downloaded it, so mm-hmm. that was also another big thing. Like I'm all about free, good games. This course you can pay to remove the the ads and the checkpoints or something like that or you know it's like it's like a couple bucks but i would never pay for that stuff but i don't feel like this game is designed in a way that you don't really need to do that Mm -hmm. you know you can watch a quick video or use your coins that you collect to pay for certain things so it's it works really well um all those elements are just really well integrated into the game um so it's solid solid levels um difficulty feels not overwhelming, but not too easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, the visuals are just good. You know, it's super basic. Okay. Uh, the other game I'm playing is called Dr- Hashtag Drive. And it's an endless driver game. It's like that classic, you know, uh, retro arcade, arcade yeah. racer. Uh, kind of has a 70s vibe to it. In terms car of, flips over and you get out right, the Yeah, it. yeah. It's kind of <laughs> like something like that. You know, so it's just really... Again, it's just another game where I can cut it on. It loads really quick. Drive through some a couple obstacles. Um, controls are super easy. Uh, you do collect little things here and there. 
and go about your day. It's so fun just to be able to do that. But it's called Hashtag Drive. I think that was also free. Um, let me ask you a question. The art was good. Yeah. What, um... What is it about mobile? Like, when do you play a mobile game? Like, I've just never been able to, like, really allow a mobile game to catch on in my life. Maybe because I don't, I'm not regularly in situations where I can play them. Well, so that's when do you play a mobile game? That's what I said. So, for me, it's like, I'm commuting somewhere and I'm not driving. So, I'm playing a mobile game. Or Mm -hmm. I'm... Like, you're on a train or something? Train, taxi, I used to take the train to work when I worked in D.C. Yeah, so, I, I, I mean, after I've checked my inbox of emails, I'm like, well, I want to do something. I'm just going to maybe, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to read the news because that's depressing. I did notice a lot of so, people playing mobile games. So I'll play a train. game just yeah. to like, and it's also kind of mentally stimulating to do something that requires you to complete an objective and overcome obstacles and you get the reward at the end of completing, yeah. you know. So yeah. it's yeah. like, you're like, oh, this is fun. You know, there's just little stuff like that that kind of adds up. But in terms of when, it's definitely those in-between times. It's meetings and, you know, uh, traveling and, you know. I mean, hell, a lot of people play games in the bathroom on the toilet, you know. So that's also, like, you know, it's like it's I scroll through Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, (laughs) it's just a way for you to, to, to decompress and escape from whatever's going on around you just for those quick minutes. And the beauty about these two games is that these games you can have a complete experience of the game in, you know, five minutes or less, yeah. you know, and then go about your day. You yeah. know, it's, it's, it could be, it could take uh, as much time as you want or a little time as you want, but it's, you have complete flexibility. The other, have you ever played a game called Tiny Tower? I played a game called Tiny Death Star. Oh, same, same maker, same, same concept. Maker, same you play Tiny Death Star? Tiny Death Star. Do you, do you recommend it? Uh, I I liked it because I like Star Wars. Yeah, I don't think it exists anymore, or I have an old version on my phone or something like that because I haven't seen it recently. But it's still here. Oh man, it's, it's so good. Yeah. so good. Tiny Death Star was good. Yeah. Uh, I just I just got a recommendation from somebody to play Tiny Tower, the same makers of Tiny Death Star, uh, and I've been you know just doing some. I did some very very light casual gamer research on it. Basically, I just googled the shit, and it looks fun. It looks like um, it looks like Fallout Shelter. But um, not as like not I, as intricate. Fallout Shelter was another one that you I were a huge yeah. Fallout Shelter fan player, yeah. right? I loved. I, I did like Fallout Shelter. It was one of those games that just had. Did you like? What do you like better, Tiny Death Star slash Tiny Tower or Fallout Shelter? Because I know Fallout Shelter is like a little bit more intricate in like what do you have to do and things you have to think about. Or no, I need to get back into Fallout Shelter. I was playing Fallout Shelter for like two seconds. I feel like I even put you on the Fallout Shelter. Well, you didn't. I did. Uh-uh. I felt. Like I don't. You know, I'm you weren't credit. even playing it when I played it. I'm gonna take credit for that because I played it for like two seconds. But I can never get into. Um, I can never get into mobile games. I. That, that's why I say you. I'm sure you didn't recommend it to me. But um, <laughs> I feel like I'm right. Anytime my friends play something Fallout, I feel like I'm the one to recommend. It. Uh, but I let me see. Fallout Shelter, I would say over. Tiny Death Star, just in terms of the visually, it was a lot better. Um, I'm gonna get back into Fallout Shelter, and it also in terms of just trying to uh, create that world, like yeah. I, I had a better sense of the world that I was in mm-hmm. versus the tower. 
I have to scroll through everything and figure out who's on what level and all this other stuff. And I, you know, certain people come and go, whatever. I, I was like, I, I don't know what it's going yeah. on, on level twenty, but I'm down here on level five trying to open up my cantina right now. You know, so <laughs> you know, it was very, it's so different. And the thing about Fallout Shelter that really kind of got me hooked was when they let you. You could send characters outside the shelter to do exploration. Stuff, yeah. So the big heavy hitters that would show that I would train, I was always send them out in the wild. Mm. And there are a few times where I forgot they were out there, and they don't, you know, they don't come back until you recall them, right? So somebody, you can send a character out for for months, weeks at a time, and they're out there just kicking ass all day, just kicking ass, kicking ass, kicking ass until they get killed, or they just keep going, and then you say, all right, come back. And they come back and they bring all this stuff with them. Oh, shoot. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> you have all these ultimate weapons down, all this stuff. And it's like, you're back. <laughs> I forgot about you. <laughs> oh, I'm downloading it right now. It's so as we fun. Talk, as it's we talk, so I'm, fun. I, I felt like I had it and then I got yeah, like, it. Yeah. I'm so bad. It was just way more fun. I, I, I remember am, it being just like, oh, my God, this is a good time. I am so bad yeah, with the... Uh, Fallout Shelter was worth Fallout. the... the and then you could like put two people together, make babies, grow your grow your shelter. You could set up the radio signal to find more people to come to you. You could continue to expand your water and power and food and all these other things. Like it was just you know, it was just really well put well produced. So, um, um, if you had to cuz I think on the podcast we've pretty much agreed that mobile games are um, a good a good way for the casual gamer to get into gaming and to be able to play some games in a, in a little short period of time. If you had to recommend a mobile game right now, out of all the games we did, we talked about we talked about Sky Chasers, Hashtag Drive, Fallout Shelter, Tiny Tower slash t- Def, uh, Tiny Death Star. Like which which one right now? If you Fallout had to Shelter. if you had to if you had to stack them up against each other, I'm downloading Fallout Shelter right now. By the way, um, you ever played Jerkback Joyride? Yes, he he introduced yeah. us to Jeff yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff Wright gets old quick. Well, it's the same concept of of the Chasers game, which is very similar. Those, yeah, yeah, it's one of those very tap similar. rise, hold it. To, um, to, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. I guess I, 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 I had I had Jetpack Joyride for my for my my months. answer to that is, uh, it's it's different levels for different people. I find Fallout Shelter does require a, an investment of time mm-hmm. to really get into. Uh, Sky Chasers and Drive are really just I have I have. Five minutes before I have to walk into this meeting, or I'm, okay. or I'm in the Uber to get to lunch. Uh, I need to. I want to play something really quick, and I can do that. Fallout Shelter. I have to actually learn what does this do? What does that do? How do I get? You know, it's a lot of. It's more of a puzzler, builder kind of game mm-hmm. than anything else. Um, the tower games to me are much more niche. Like you have to actually have the mind for. Wanting to create these Polly Pocket type worlds yeah, of, yeah. of characters oh, and God, develop I remember them. fucking Polly Pockets. Yeah, I didn't yeah, have one, yeah. listeners, but I'm just saying. Well, you know, <laughs> but that I mean, you're right. That's different than I have five minutes. That's a that's a, like a I'm gonna not invest is the wrong word because that sounds too heavy. But it's more of a long term kind of. That's like if I have if I have to get one game on my phone, maybe I maybe I get that. Maybe yeah. I get a fall shelter right. or a right. tiny or a tiny Death Star situation. You yeah. know, like it it it. It, that goes a long way to kind of giving you a little something extra. And if you're really into playing games on your phone, those are better. Yeah. If you're just sitting in a doctor's office, you don't need Fallout Shelter. 
You right. don't need tiny Death Star. You need Jetpack Joyride or, or yeah, Chasers. Yeah, you know? something that just glaze your eyes over real quick. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. <laughs> um, anything else to add to this, B? Any, any, anything to add from the list of games we talked about today before we wrap it up? Uh, I mean, I, I know we talked a, a little bit about the value of mobile gaming. Um, I think we'll probably continue to hit on it moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I think there is a there is something to be said that mobile games are a good way to get into gaming if you're a casual gamer to kind of free up some time. I mean, I mean we talked about uh, we in our first podcast we talked about the value of um, the Nintendo's Switch Lite of being able to game when maybe all your TVs are occupied. You know, yeah. and I think a lot of casual gamers are running what they're running into is that. You know, they may have the time, but they look around and, you know, they don't want to disrupt the whole family just so you can play one game. And so mobile gaming is a way to get some gaming in um, while while not disrupting everybody around you. Um, You know, Xbox and PS4 both have their their apps where you can remote play. Xbox just released theirs, and they just announced the release of theirs in E3, but PS4 has had remote play for a while where you can actually remote play on your phone, which is not as successful as as, as, as something yeah, else. but playing something like Detroit being be, uh, become, become human, human yeah. there's also you can play on your Xbox, you on your can play on your, on your laptop and... And on your tablet, it will, it will I mean, play. This that, is the, this is why cloud gaming is going right, to be right. Exactly. You know? So I think mobile gaming always falls into that, you know, that that ulterior um, idea of playing. You know, how do I play that's not on TV? And if you're talking about tablets and laptops and cell phones, it, it that's where mobile gaming comes into play, and it can be a good. Uh, a good outlet for you if you're looking for looking for something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, we'll we'll uh, we'll leave it there. Um, I'm gonna thank all the, the the leaguers for listening. Remember, you can always find us on Instagram and Twitter at lcgpod, facebook.com/lcgpod. Please become a leaguer uh, and join our Patreon at League of Casual Gamers. And as always, you can find us on all major platforms. Please subscribe, like, and leave us subscribe. five. Stars. Give us a dollar. Uh, We will see y'all next week. Thank you for listening to League of Casual Gamers podcast, your hardcore podcast for casual gaming. Thanks.